So today I'm talking to the lovely Richard, who was one of our contributors on the first series of DNA Family Secrets. Your story was one of the big kind of gasp moments of the series. So, okay, so I need you to take me right back to the very beginning. You know, tell me about your family growing up. Well, growing up, it was basically just me and my uh, younger sister, who's a couple of years younger than me. And yeah, I mean, we had it good with me dad and that. My mum, I am um, not seen her for over 30 years, so I didn't really know my mum. So basically, we was brought out with me dad. We lived at my nan's for a few years because my dad was busy. Yeah, normal kid, normal upbringing, everything good. And then till later in life, obviously, as you know the story there. Okay, so this chap contacts you and he says he thinks he's your biological father and he himself has a son called Brendan, which means that if this chap is your biological father, then Brendan is going to be your half-brother. Well, my sister, first of all, mentioned that there was someone who might know me mum and my wife was with me and we looked at it and she said, I'm going to contact you now and see what's going on there. So she contacted this person who was obviously Brendan's dad, as you know, from the show as well. There. So what was the first contact? What did they say? There was something was put out. Does anyone know this lady, which was my mum's name from the area, you know, obviously Devon and that. And uh, that's where we responded. And she said, yeah, it's my husband's mum. And then we heard no more for about a year or so, I think it was. And he's come back and said, well, I might be his dad. <laughs> and, it, and it just went from there. So what do you do? So you do you kind of go, OK, this can't be right. Do you just leave it or? No, I can't do that. You say, I'm one of these people that can't. When you get hit with something like that, I need to go in a bit more and say, well, hang on a minute. He obviously knows me mum because he's got the name and everything. So you think, no, nah, no, nah, it can't be, you know. So presumably there's enough information coming to you that you think that there might be something about this. So is he saying, look, I knew your mom, and I knew... And he, he had a... Yeah. Well, we had a relationship with my mum. Mm. This is what he's basically saying many years ago, and that he might be my dad. So this is where I'm like, well, you know, could it be? And he, and he said the years seem to come all together when, from when I was conceived. So, okay, so you don't ignore it. You're chatting to him. And I know your mum was pregnant, wasn't she, when your dad married her did that fit in oh i don't know this is see this is where i get all confused now as i say and to me it's like did my dad know or did she get married and not say anything and that's really difficult yeah it is i mean that is one of these things about when you go on this sort of journey when you're doing this both your folks had passed away so you couldn't talk to them so what do you do next do you do a dna test with your sister to kind of confirm this yes we did i spoke with my sister and i said well look if this is the case, if this is coming to light with something like this, maybe you should do a DNA test. Obviously, it's come back that we are um, half-siblings. And then your mind just boggles now. Now your mind's just going into overdrive. You know, what is going on now? People are very courageous, I think, when they do this because this is quite oh, a big thing to go through. It is. And you're doing it on television. And I know yeah. there's a big, you know, there's a support system where we have social workers and counselors and all this kind of thing. But still, you are doing this. And you're taking it home with you at the end of the day. Yeah. You are taking it home and you're sitting and pondering over all this, what's going on as well. See, people don't understand that you do it and you've got all this help, but you're also going home. You're sitting in the car, you're thinking about it, you're having a cup of tea in the morning, you're thinking about it, you're laying in bed, you're thinking. And people don't realise it can be quite hard, this. 
the secret for me was, and I think is uh, credit to my wife and boys, that they have been stood by me all through it. If you've got a good family behind you when you do something like this, I think it can carry you along and ease it a little bit, you know, just chat to you about things. But if you're on your own doing something like this, I sincerely say be careful because it can really niggle away at you. So you've seen these photos of Brendan. You're yeah. already chatting to him at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Aren't you? Yeah, so how was that going? Yeah, we was getting on really well. We had like a little bit of humour in there, a little bit of fun, Mickey take, and I thought, yeah, there's certain traits here that, you know, you seem to have. And um, obviously the beers was just done it really, didn't it, and the look. But um, yeah, definitely the chatting, it was just like straight away we got on like a house on fire. Because I know that during filming, you were going to go meet him anyways, weren't you? And you allowed the film crew to come along with you. And there's that gorgeous oh, yes, scene yeah, yeah. where you guys meet yeah. at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it's a good day. It's so yeah. sweet and so yeah. funny. And you can see this kind of chemistry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was getting a bit nervous. I mean, normally I'm pretty good, but I was... This is totally a new ball game for me. So now you're thinking, oh, God, you know, I'm going to meet potentially my brother and, oh, this is nerve-wracking and everything. And then as you pull up, you think, no, nah, I'll be all right. You know, I'll just be myself. And it was a nice day. It was quite, you know, it was a little bit cold, but it was a lovely day. I remember we, we walked along and they said, here's Brendan's at the other end there. And you just saw this big guy with a beard. I thought, my God. I said, look at him, look at the beard. He's got the same beard. And that was the first thing I was thinking, look at the beard. At one stage, we sat together and we had a, a quiet little chat. And then he actually was saying that his dad, that my mum, that it was like his first love. So, I mean, that was, yeah, that was quite touching. And he said, you know, he went with my mum and, and he still says he still fondly remembers my mum and that. But because I didn't really know my mum, so it was quite, you know, when you hear that. So in order to test this, what we needed to do was we needed to get you know DNA from you yeah. and DNA from... Brendan. That way we could do a, you know, a test to see whether or not it looks like you guys are half brothers. So we do that and, you know, we process the DNA and we look at the results and we're analyzing it. And that showed us that you weren't half brothers. Yeah, that's right. So you come for this big day for filming. Oh. Um, how are you doing coming in? Because to me, you always come across as, you know, you're really kind of, you know, bubbly and you're joshing around and you're good fun. And when you were coming in, how were you doing inside? I was nearly 100% sure we was already. So in my mind already, I was already like, yeah, it is. Yeah, because you came in, I know, because yeah. Bren Brendan was there, you were there, you came in, you had a chat with Stace, and then you had to come through and get the results, and I had to give you the news that you and Brendan were not half-siblings, and this was a huge deal for all of us on the production team, so not where we convinced that you guys were, but then knowing that you weren't, and I'm acutely aware that as I'm telling you this, that this is going to be really big news for you so the feeling that came across to me was shock i mean it was shocking for us because mm. it and then so being able to have to say to you about this so what was going on in your head when i was giving you these i switched off i don't know <laughs> i just seemed to turn off it just everything just went pew, like a switch it's like what and it was like he was talking telling me and it was like slow motion you know yeah. it was like what and i was thinking what is going on you know i was 100 percent near and i saw that we was but I still can't get over it to this day, to be honest. I know when I'm giving people results, 
I know that it's a huge amount to process. And it sounds like even me slowing down, it's a lot to take in. Oh, it is. I think there was a comment in the paper that someone actually put, how did he take it so well? Yeah, I might look like I took it well, but inside it was just a shambles. I was just falling apart, really. It just oh, all collapsed like wood falling in and that. But I tried to hold it together, you know. I know people like to see it sometimes on TV, don't they? A little bit of emotion and that. But I, I was inside, but I normally don't show too much, which is me with a lot of things because my wife always says. But inside, I, uh, yeah, I was stunned, stunned. And as you say, I mean, this wasn't the only bit of information that I was going to be giving you. So I had something else, even bigger in a way, to follow. Yeah. So, yeah. and this was, it, it became really intense because we were able to use the DNA to kind of home in on your father's family and that your father was going to basically be one of five brothers. Two of them, when we looked at them, they were quite young, so unlikely to be your dad. Yeah. But yeah. that left three of them. And at the time, we thought the most likely candidate was a man called John. And that was partially because he didn't get married until 1968, so after you were born. And sadly, he'd already passed away, and he didn't have any children, so we couldn't do a DNA test with either him or one of his children to confirm. And I know the team did reach out to the families, and they got, you know, photos from distant cousins that Stacy could then show you. But I was just going to say, them letters you sent out to family people, I know for a fact now that they tore them up and threw in the bin because they thought it was scams. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, no. And now, after this show, they couldn't believe it. I said, you, you tore the letters. I mean, <laughs> So we need to talk yeah. about that in a minute. But yeah, yeah so this is, so what happens is we do. We will try and contact family members. Yeah. And it's very common. Sometimes they don't respond. Well, they, they think it's a scam or they don't. We don't know where they're going to be in their lives. They might not want this right now or ever. It is one of these difficult things when you're doing this sort of stuff. You don't know how the other family is going to respond. And that kind of... You know, we could give you this information, but that was as far as we could take you. So I tell you all of this, and then you go and see Stacy, who's able to show you all of these pictures. Do you remember any of that? Just to walk through the door, it was like, well, do you, do you know what I said? I was like falling inside. It's like Jenga. You've just taken the last one, and everything's just fallen down. It's like Jenga, yeah, exactly like Jenga. Everything's just like gone inside. And I walked in, I saw Brendan here looking up, and... And I just sat down. I remember sitting down next to him, I think it was, and I said, no, no, we're not. And he just looked stunned. And I said, no, 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 we're not. I said, I, I, I don't know. I said, because it was a lot to take in. I just said, oh, dear, you know. And, and I was just, couldn't get the words out properly. And then start, I remember Stacey coming out with photos with a family with five sons and one of them's a potential dad. And, and I was just absolutely stuck to the seat and stunned. And I was, didn't know what to do anymore. And it must feel a little bit odd to you. So you're seeing, you're being shown photos of someone who could be your biological father who, you know, you've lived your entire life not knowing. And then all at once you're given quite a lot of information. A lot. Too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was daunting for me because I remember on the way home, I didn't talk to anyone in the car on the way home, anything. And I didn't talk much the following day. And my wife rang me. She said, I knew something was up because you didn't ring saying when you was leaving. I, ju- I just couldn't talk for a couple of days. I was drained emotionally. Everything was zapped from me. Nothing. I had nothing left. So now, something pretty amazing did happen 
next. Mm. So the program goes out on the 2nd of March, 2021. Yeah. And I didn't hear about any of this. You told me about yes, this. I what, did, yeah. what happened? As the program was out, there was a family in Potter's Bar. As it was being aired, uh, there was a, <laughs> well, it's his so-called uncle now and his wife in the bed. And they was watching it and he was asleep. And she nudged him. She said, quick, get up, get up. Look at the TV. Your mum's on the TV and, and your brother's on that. And he went, no, no. And she went, quick, get up. And he sat up and he couldn't believe it. And then they rung all the family because his family, it was a big family up in Pottswell there. And uh, they was all ringing each other to watch the TV and everything. And she was trying to get hold of us all night, or trying to find us. And she got hold of Brendan. And Brendan left text telling me that uh, the cousin had rung him and said, it, you know, they was the daughter of one of the brothers, can you ring? So I rang them and, uh, yeah, went from there. So everyone's trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. And you get this number and you call them and... I called a cousin, yeah. It, it's one, yeah. And she said, yeah, I'm your cousin, right? And I'm like, whoa, you know, and this is like the day after the show. And it was brilliant, though, you know, and I actually got to chat to a family member that was shown on the picture and yeah, it went from there. And um, I now have two brothers and a sister that I've never seen. Uh, well, I've seen now once, but uh, I mean, in your 50s and you get that whack wet out, didn't you? <laughs> I'm the youngest. So, I mean, that's unbelievable, isn't it? So you get contacted, you chat to them, and yeah. one of them was good enough to take a DNA test to be able to clarify. Yeah. Who your biological father yes. was, yeah. wasn't it? That would be the oldest brother, Trevor, and he said, yep, I do a DNA straight away, no problem, 110% I'll do it. So we done the test and we waited and it came back the same as my sister's. Because I remember you sending me, it was a screen grab, I think, of your phone that yeah. showed yours and Trevor's DNA match. And I was like, yep, yeah, half-siblings. So, yeah, we, he couldn't believe it either. So this has been quite a journey for you because you came to us having been contacted by somebody who thought they might be your biological father and that Brendan, his son, might be your half-brother. And when we did the genetic analysis, we showed that wasn't the case. But then what we could do is we could take the DNA analysis a bit further and combine that with genealogical research and then we're able to home in on a family and knew that your biological father must be one of five. Five brothers. And eventually you were able to find out exactly which one it was. And the other question is, is your biological father still alive? No. Mm. No, no. I don't think he knew. So after all of this then, was it worth it? Oh, it was worth it because you've got a new family, haven't you? A big family out there. And that is part of me, really, isn't it? I mean, that's another way of looking at it. I'm part of them, they're part of me, and you only have one family. And this is quite a big family by the looks of it now, so... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's down to every individual if you want to do it or not. You can have some good boxes to open or you can have some uh, ones that you don't really want to open. But, uh, yeah, everything's worked out. So I was going to ask you, actually, I think you've already alluded to this, but if you were going to give advice to somebody who's got a similar sort of family history question, yeah, what would you say to them? If you're going to do it, make sure you've got a good family backup behind you. Because to, to me, I think that's the most important. If you've got a good family behind you and you want to do that, then you, you should be all right to do it, as long as your family's 100% behind you. But if you're on your own, 
this is my opinion. I'd be very careful of what you're going to step into because, uh, yeah, not everything can be what you want it to be. But I had you two, you helped me for that, so that was very good. Thank you. It was so lovely to chat to you. Thank you, Jeremy.